Hey Rangers, welcome back for another great episode of This is Ranger Country. Host today, John Fisher and Brad Anderson. We're coming at you on our lunch break once again because it's a bit of a busy day. But uh, we wanted to touch base and make sure that you guys hadn't forgot about us. So, Brad, for episode, what is it, 32? 32, John. What, what do we got going today, my friend? Well, we got 39 days, school days until spring break, six school days until midwinter break. Ooh. That's a nice little Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's going to be delightful. We're all looking forward it? to that. The kids yeah. are delighted. The The teachers are hanging on. For sure. There's there's a countdown. I tell you what, the uh, the snow day the other day was a little lifeblood, though. That gave us a little bit. So True. nice to have a snow day in there. The kids appreciated that. It was a little cold, a little whipping wind, but uh, certainly nice to have that morning off. But uh, we're going to do some com community news. We have some Ranger recommendations. Actually, we're going to flip it on its head today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, winter sports. John's got a pretty good story from last night. So, yeah, just. Uh, pretty excited. It's mid-February. Valentine's Day is coming upon us. Do you have plans for val Valentine's Day, John, with your wife? You know, have you figured anything out, or is, are we this far in where you just kind of... We're so far in that we don't really do the whole Valentine's Day thing. However, her birthday is on the 19th, so Ooh. I'm usually focusing all of my energy Correct. on that. That's you know? that's more important, but uh, I will send this out there to any uh, anybody listening that I believe that uh, Cascade Roadhouse runs a special. It's like a really nice special where you get two entrees, an appetizer, dessert, and I think... Uh, two glasses of sparkling wine and it's a nice little you know nice price for the package and they do it up real well so before COVID my wife and I went there I believe they've got the same special going and I think it's like either the day before day on a day after Valentine's Day so check that out if Very you cool. are interested so on to community news we have spring conferences coming up so sign up with your schools those sign up genius links have been should be coming out in the next week or so i know here at the high school we're already thinking forward to those at the beginning of march which is crazy so we'll be looking uh, for those so check out and sign up for your spring conferences fhps kindergarten enrollment is open 2022 to 2023 Violet Anderson will be heading towards uh, Pine Ridge Elementary School. Very, uh, very excited to enroll my my last child. So maybe, far. So far. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, in, into uh, Pine Ridge where we just absolutely love the staff and the front office there and the administration. So very excited to have another one in the journey um, at Pine Ridge. Truly an amazing experience. And one of our favorite events is taking place. We've got the Girls on the Run Running Club. Girls on the Run registration opens on January 1st, so that is open right now. For third and fourth graders, registration actually closed on February 1st, so it may be too late to get into that one. However, you know, it's a great program. You might be able to pull some strings. I don't know. Uh, it never hurts to ask. That's a, kind of the Forest Hills unspoken mantra. Uh, the season begins on March 14th, though, so there's a little bit of time left before it actually starts running. i got to so, believe there's going to be a little bit of grace, you know, with everything going on. There's so. usually a little bit of wiggle yeah. room. You never know. You yeah, never know. you never know. So uh, Goodwillie Environmental School will be tubing at Cannonsburg next week. That's exciting. I know the kids are getting up for that. They had their winter festival um, just a, a week and a half ago, and that's where the kids are able to uh, – ice skate and there's a luminary walk through the woods it's very very nice there's a uh, hot cocoa but uh, certainly the kids are looking forward to the cannonsburg tubing next week i've never actually done that before have you ever done that uh it looks like no. a lot of fun in fact uh, my wife's going tonight uh with a group of girl scouts oh and cool so i'll hear about it tonight and i'll let you know next time we record but uh, apparently it's a, a real great time yeah and it's it's kind of a local thing John, that everybody has done uh, and i have not done for it for the most dyed in the wool michigander and i'm going to admit this here now i'm a dyed in the i love you know michigan summers i'm in the water um I'm, I, I hunted growing up i fished growing up i love everything i love the fall and the football and you know, all that comes with michigan but winter when i was growing up i was a wrestler so i spent every 
weekend. Brad, you're still in, a wrestler. In I, I was I was a competitive wrestler myself, <laughs> but I spent every weekend and still do in a gymnasium. And some weekends it's Saturday and Sunday growing up. So anyhow, I've never snowmobiled. I have skied once in my life. I have snowshoed once and I have never been on a snowboard and never been on a tube. So like, I feel really crazy saying that and we're probably going to get some blowback, but uh, these are the sacrifices I, you make as a coach, as a, as a coach and a wrestler. I just haven't done those things in the winter time. So maybe, uh, maybe next winter break, I can get on a snowmobile and, and go check it out and go tubing, but we'll find out about the tubing, but that happens next week. Uh, Pine Ridge, Theme dress-up days are next week, so check out your Pine Ridge PTO flyer if you're a part of the Pine Ridge community. They have dress-up days. I imagine Thornapple and Ada are similar. Um, I know that um, the 14th is you know dress with red or pink or purple day, so check those out and uh, make sure your, your little tyke heading in is dressed in the appropriate theme day. That's Monday through uh, Thursday. They'll be decorating white lunch bags as one portion of their class Valentine's party. The bags will be then filled with snacks and delivered to local hospitals and distributed to our amazing local healthcare workers. Our healthcare workers have been tirelessly working for our community and we want to show them some Pine Ridge love. We have a lofty goal of filling 490 bags for hospital staff at Spectrum, Blodgett and Butterworth as well as Metro Health. Pine Ridge has always pulled through and seen been extremely generous so we know this can be done. Below is a sign up link so you have to go to the PTO webpage to get that link or Venmo Mary Scripps and we'll buy the items for you. Any donated items should be left in the vestibule at the school. Just look for the spread, uh, the love sign. So that's a neat little... That's really uh, cool. So they're, yeah. they're basically just trying to honor healthcare workers that are still working like double shifts and working overtime and just putting it all on the line out there. That's fantastic. Very, our healthcare very cool. heroes certainly deserve uh, our, our love and attention and uh, that's a great effort on Pine Ridge's behalf. All right. And so we have the, uh, speaking of Pine Ridge, we've got a lot of news from Pine Ridge because that's where Brad's got his kiddos. The Pine Ridge Family uh, Registry directory has been updated, and that can be uh, accessed online at pineridgeto.membershiptoolkit.com. So that's pineridgeto.membershiptoolkit.com. Or you can go to the Membership Toolkit app on your smartphone, and you can find all the information you need about that family directory in case you need to reach out to other Pine Ridge families in the neighborhood. Also, save the date, April 29th, Pine Ridge PTO auction at Wildwood Estates. I'm going to go check that out. I have never been able to go to it because they usually have it at the end of wrestling season or um, there's some sort of you know overlap. But I'm going to go check that out this year, and that should be a really neat event. FHC Athletic Hall of Fame, May 6th, golf outing and induction dinner will happen this year. We're really excited. Um, we have our inductees, the 2007 and 2008 Girls State Championship soccer teams uh, will be being in, uh, will be inducted. Uh, we also have the 1994 Swim and Dive team. Ken George will be inducted, so you know that's going to be an exciting day for him and his family. And Ranger Ball, uh, former athletes Rusty Corhonen, uh, who was a track and, and, and I believe a baseball athlete. I'm going to double check on that. Um, and then uh, Casey Crumley, who was an incredible, I was reading her bio today. I'm going to get all these bios. Casey Crumley was a three-sport athlete. She was the uh, West Michigan Athlete of the Year, the OK White athlete, Female Athlete of the Year. She went on to play uh, at Ohio University four years, captain of the team in volleyball. I think she played volleyball, basketball, and softball, so an incredible athlete. Uh, and then we also have Don LeBlanc, who started the crew program here at FHC, cool. kind of the godfather of crew. So those are the inductees. 
inductees this year. Oh, and Thad Abel. Th- Thad, Thad Abel, Abel, who Everybody we started our group. Yeah, we started our teaching careers with Thad in the building. He was a baseball coach, longtime baseball coach, uh, super guy. Really, really enjoyed um, you know getting to know Thad, but he'll be inducted. So that's May 6th, and the link should be going up at the end of this week. You can either golf or just exclusively go to the induction dinner or both. I tend to do both. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're encouraging every sports program to have a table, an eight-top represented, or have a foursome. And in the last couple of years, when we were able to have it, the golf outing, we had two foursomes on every hole, so 36 um, teams and usually the induction dinner is uh, packed to capacity so it's a great time good night to be a ranger and really great to recognize those outstanding accomplishments so make sure to check that out the fhc band just returned from orlando florida performing and learning about music uh, in their days at disney we are proud of all the way these groups represented our school and community at disney fhc marching band uh got to march on the main street at Disney. That's Very really cool. cool. Yeah, I uh, I think that they all felt lucky just to get there because that snow day that we had last week on, what was it, Wednesday? That was supposed to be their departure day, and it ended up being their day, but they were they, they got to board the plane and then sit there for around three hours on that airplane with no food or anything like that waiting to take off because the weather was just a little too iffy. But they eventually made it. And uh, they got to ha- go down there and have an experience of a lifetime. And then our choir takes off tomorrow. Choir, uh, choir is going to be heading down to Disney World kind of a week offset, and then they're going to be going and doing a similar experience. So Seems like their weather will be much better yeah. uh, taking off. Yeah, safe travels to the choir team, or choir team, to the <laughs> choir choir folks. We hope you enjoy, enjoy your trip down there. Uh, now on to winter sports. Uh, wrestling, spotlight duel against Montague. Senior night, 57-24 uh, to 24 victory over Montague. Had a fun night uh, under the lights, had a nice little crowd, the youth team was able to catch the last few matches and uh, a majority of our seniors were able to get a, a final victory in the home gym uh, the fi- the following night okay white conference the rugged okay white uh, we had conference placers that included grayson ripmaster third at 119 pounds josh elzinga fourth at 125 blake jacobs fourth at 130 arash korbacha uh, third at 135, Isaac Spracky fourth at 140, Landon Cook fourth at 160, and Will, Ripper, Will Richardson third at 285 pounds. And um, this week we have the MHSA team districts at on Thursday against GR Christian, 5.30 p.m. If you want to purchase tickets, you're going to need to get the GoFans link. It's been posted on Facebook and on Twitter. And I believe if you were part of the program, obviously you have received the link. But uh, the uh, the odds are looking good that uh, we should be able to have a good night against GR Christian and hopefully advance to the team regional next week at Middleville against Middleville. Winner will have a, a chance to go up against Lowell for the regional championship. Oh, wow. Awesome. So, yeah, our, our quest begins uh, tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we're able to punch it ticket to the uh, the team regional. So you said so. that Thursday matchup is here in the building? Correct. In the gym? Yep. Very cool. Yeah, so people so should go to GoFans, get those tickets, and come and support the team. I, I would it's hope kind so. kind of a big it, deal. It, it, yeah. We, uh, we, the, our last uh, district championship was in uh, 2016 against Rockford, and so it's been a while uh, since uh, we, we've, we've put up a, a district championship, so we're hoping for first time in five years to punch our ticket to the next, uh, next round, and, and we're looking very, very likely to do so. So hopefully our guys wrestle up to standard and, and we can do that. So, John, tell us a little bit about your boys' basketball experience. Yeah, we had some great uh, basketball experiences this week. The girls went to uh, EGR, and unfortunately, um, we had that really cool matchup between Theron and Macy, but uh, came down to a loss, a four-point deficit, and so our Lady Rangers fought valiantly, but they they uh, had to uh, end the day in defeat. 
Uh, but, you know, there's always next time. But the boys' basketball game was a really interesting game from my perspective because my perspective was courtside. I got the distinct privilege of being the PA commentator during the game. I got to announce the national anthem and all that kind of stuff, and I had a good time with it. And it was a really intense game between East Grand Rapids and Forest Hills Rangers for a number of reasons. Number one, we lost to them by four points last time we faced them because we were missing some key players, among other things. And uh, this matchup was super special because all we were back at full strength, except Coach Carhart, who is out right now for family reasons. And so Jordan George got to coach as the head coach for his first time on his home court here in Ranger country. And he led the boys varsity team to his first victory against EGR, which is the team that gave Ken Ro- or Ken George his final defeat of his coaching no career. Oh this same gosh. team, this same coach. And so his son got to coach against them, and they ended up taking um, a, quite an overwhelming victory. It, was, it, was, it wasn't a runaway, but it was a, they, they had a strong lead the entire game. Great performances. Uh, Pearson Van Gorp absolutely shut down EGR's star player. Uh, Simon Newhouse only got five points. Connor Milton looked like a madman out there. There was an amazing dunk, like a windmill dunk that happened. It got, got called dead before that because there was a foul on the floor, but it was still a really cool night. And there ended up being a little bit of tension when there was a technical foul called on EGR's coaching staff, and then another technical, and one of the coaches was politely asked to leave the floor. Did so he leave? He, he did leave. Uh, Eventually? Right, right across the floor, actually. It was, uh, it was something. It was, it was definitely a little bit of tension there. So here's my two cents on that uh, for what it's worth. And, you know, when we were talking before this, right now as a head coach, we have a, we have a rule on our bench. And I, I know that at some point I'm sure one of our coaches has said something, but we believe really, truly in our philosophy with our wrestlers. And I know that this, this – um, has been true in our program for many years is that the coaches are there to coach wrestlers are there to compete parents are there to encourage and officials are there to officiate and so right now there's an official shortage to the point where coaches are getting their officials credentials in case there's you know somebody that can't cover a jv or a middle school match for instance my dad last night uh, officiated our middle school because otherwise it was going to be canceled so uh, our our prerogative is you know i'm not trying to be holier than thou but it's like don't talk to the officials. Like, unless there's a serious safety issue or concern, you know, play, coach up your athletes to believe that they've got to overcome any bad calls. Right. And, you know, you're going to get bad calls in life. That's and life. And you're going you're gonna to have things not go your way. And if you cry and moan over every single ticky-tacky play, that is a terrible lesson to teach the athletes on the sideline because they're going to look at the leader and they're going to see them complaining about every little call what are they going to do when they're a coach? What are they going to do uh, when they're sitting there? And we go so far as we won't even beg for calls. You know, you know how sometimes, I don't know how it is in basketball, but in wrestling, you'll beg for stalling. You know, stalling. My, my wrestlers and my coaches, you won't see that because we also know that an official, if you're begging for a call, they're more apt not to give it to you. So there's a strategic aspect to that as well. So, again, not to be holier than thou, but I'd, I'd encourage any coach out there, a young coach, Stay off the officials. It's it's hard enough. Yeah, it, it's uh, not need, an easy thing more. to do. No, I mean, it's not you know, easy. We're all you, passionate. Hey, we're if watching. You think you can do it better? Suit up. That's get, absolutely. Get, pay yeah. your sixty bucks. Get your officials' gear. 
get a striped shirt and head out there on a Wednesday night in front of a crowd and get cat called and, you know, do your thing. I will say I have nothing but respect for officials because I, I have done some minor officiating in like very young youth basketball and yeah. youth soccer. And it, it's, it's a difficult job and it's a thankless job. Nobody, yeah. nobody really likes you. Yeah. But I will also say that that crew that did the basketball team or the boys varsity basketball game last night, they were on, they were super professional. They were, you could tell that they knew their business. There were, they weren't backing down. The only things there may have been some really minor like traveling and stuff like that was that was missed, but nothing nothing went unnoticed. It was a very no, clean. They're game. never gonna they're never gonna call it perfect, even when you know you have video replay, and so you stay off the officials' backs. And I believe it, it conveys a much better message to the youth sitting in the stands, the parents watching. Everybody picks up on it. So at the you know, end of the I'm, day, I'm it's all about that, sportsmanship. It, it really is. It, it, 100%. And so I'm glad that, that that coach, you know, hopefully he uh, takes it to heart that maybe his, uh, hey, and I'm the first to tell you, my emotions get the best of me in high-octane situations. Mm, true. And, but I try to not let it be seen um, until, you know, behind closed doors. You'll so, find that coaches are often the most passionate of sports oh, fans. Sure. It, it's the reason we got into coaching because yeah, we knew we right. were going to be there, yelling there, anyway. There, there's a difference between being passionate and coaching up your athlete. And, and anybody will tell you, you watch me at a closed duel. I'm I'm like pounding on the mat. I'm urging them on, but I'm not. You're not going to see our coaching staff yell at the officials. And I know Coach George and Coach Carhart operate in a similar True. Uh, similar manner. Very, I'm, I'm, Coach Carhart and Coach George and his staff are about as classy as they get. And and Ken George before him exuded class, um, and and that's why he has such a strong following, and he's well respected amongst the the the, co- the ranks of coaches in basketball. Very so, true. Anyhow. Um, but so, that's our interesting story on sportsmanship and basketball. Yeah, so there what you go. else we, do we have going on? Yeah, we on? went off on a, on a tangent there. Uh, so, boys swim and dive. The swimming the Rangers placed second and fourth in the 200 medley. Benji Zorn, Zach Ruffer, Nolan Brecken swimming uh, went into the 100 backstroke against EGR and took second. Um, and youth wrestling, or CMS wrestling. CMS wrestling is now uh, with three dual victories over Northview, Allendale, and they just picked up another victory last night against Kenwood Hills, 42-37. So congrats to the CMS wrestling program. And um, youth wrestling is going to be going into their first scrimmage next week against Hudsonville. Uh, An old colleague of ours and friend of mine, Rick Bullheis, uh, he's going to be coming over, friend of yours as well. Sorry about that, friends. Rick Rick Bullheis is coming over with the Hudsonville youth team to duel the Forest Hills uh, Youth Wrestling Club. So looking forward to that. Um, John, tell us a little bit about our Ranger recommendation this week. We're going to turn it on its head. Yeah, we've decided, as far as Ranger recommendations go, we've decided to switch things up a little bit. For over a year, we've been telling you what we like about our community, but we haven't been getting enough feedback from you to hear what you like about the community as well. So we'd really, really like to have people write in to Anderson at fhps.net or Fisher at fhps.net and tell us what you like about our community, where you like to go, and what it is that you enjoy about it so much. Like, give us recommendations. This is basically free advertising. We've got hundreds of listeners. You might as well get your name out there. So write us at Anderson at fhps.net or Fisher at fhps.net and let us know what we should all be doing in the Ranger community. Brad, we got to wrap this up, man. We do got to wrap this up, and uh, looking forward to uh, next week. We should have a guest on. We'll be revealing that guest uh, in due time. But uh, for today and for now and for the rest of this week, do three things. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go out there into our community and be the change that you want to see in the world and assume positive intentions from your fellow Rangers. Have a great night.